Welcome to the Embrace Your Life podcast, the place to be to live authentically and simply embracing your life with your host, Kayla LQ. Being highly influenced by her Eastern European parents, our guest believes strongly that by obtaining her bachelor's degree in psychology, moving on to law school for three years, Obtaining a master's in management from UBC's Soden School of Business, working in the financial industry, and so much more would actually bring her happiness. While trying to overcome her imposter syndrome, she participated in a Harvard Exchange program for creative thinking and organizational success, which was a life-transforming experience. This time around, she chose to do a program with her heart rather than with logic. Her human spirit was feeling the need to elevate, so she got certified in NLP, went through a number of self-development programs, read hundreds of books, and thus her inner voice kept on rising. It wasn't until she gave birth to her son that she was able to finally listen to that inner voice. The pandemic also gave her the push she needed to pursue her true life purpose and live from that place rather than fear. She's now an authentic coach, has a side importing business, and is in the creation mode for a project that will see the light at the end of 2022. Help me welcome our guest, Yana Snelling. Welcome, Yana. Mm, thank you so much, Kayla. Thank you so much for having me. It's uh, hearing you read about my life story, it just really becomes, you just understand how it's not a an easy straight path and the things that you've gone through uh, there's a lot of experiences that really shape who you are but it's it's though without those experiences you just won't be able to find your path and mm -hmm. having that you know having hearing that you say it's like being so in line with who you are so important in day to day so thank you so much again for having me here and i'm excited to to chat with you today yeah, absolutely. And you said it well. It's all about alignment. So maybe you can tell us a little bit more about who you are and what do you do exactly? Yeah, great question. Um, it's a loaded question as well. <laughs> it's always a work in progress. Um, and as you mentioned, you know, leading with logic up until you know, the birth of my son ultimately is sort of what gave me the push to finally get in line with what it is that I want to do and the type of, you know, um, sort of success that I, I want to leave behind the legacy. I mean, as cheesy as that sounds, but every day you want to wake up and you want to look forward to your day. And if that's not where you are in the moment, then there's always a chance to reconsider and reevaluate what you do day to day. Now, now I'm in life coaching and life coaching for me, it's, it's, it's a funny, it's also a loaded, a loaded word, <laughs> life coaching. What is life coaching? It, it could be many things, but for me, what motivates me every single day to get up in the morning is to have people create a space for people to to get back into the alignment of who they are because living from that space is easy is 
easy and it's beautiful because the energy that you're putting out in the world, it creates changes in and of itself. If you do the things that you love day to day, coming from that space of heart, things just start happening in your life. And again, you don't have to be anything else but you. And oh my gosh, there's less stress, there's just more joy and peace without really having to do much more than just to really be and coming from a space of who you are. And that's what motivates me. That's what motivates me to create those spaces for people. I love it. So I'm curious to know more, Iana, um, you said you were highly, you know, influenced by your parents. And uh, I can sense that uh, you are, you know, you had your shares of up and downs and maybe social expectations. So exactly where did you grow up? And what was that like for you? So I was born in Kyrgyzstan. Uh, Kyrgyzstan, um, I, my background is Russian. I was um, back in the USSR, of course, you know, my father being a Jewish man, like for him, it's either like law school or doctor. Those literally were the two choices. And being the youngest, I was always being very protected and, you know, sort of following my, my families and sort of their choices. Didn't really have much of a voice, really. Maybe I didn't know how to because I wasn't really taught from a very young age. And even coming to Canada at about 10 years old, you're still very much so influenced by your family and by sort of by your background. And, and you don't really know how to navigate through your inner self, but through the values that your parents bring on to you. Mm -hmm. um, so um, it affected me in the way that it took me two decades, maybe almost the three decades of my life to finally step into my truth. You know, you dabble into here, you dabble into there because that was the logical thing to do, right? You get your you get your math, um, your bachelor's degree. The next step is the master's, perhaps a PhD, and just kind of the list goes on. But it, it never seemed to stick in terms of the things that were truly in line with who I was until, as I mentioned, I became a mother myself. Mm -hmm. And that fear, those, I mean, those fears are really... Um, there, we are, we create those fears ultimately, right? Like my parents never told me never to follow my dreams. It's just something that I've created in my own mind. And then finally, when I'm, we know, you know, as, as I mentioned, like hitting your head against the wall a hundred times, like the bruise gets so big, right? You're like, okay, something is off. I'm, I'm not being in line here. What's going on? And then they start the search ultimately, right? So, of course, the influence, going back to your question, it, it was every day, you know, for, you know, almost three decades of my life until you finally say, stop, something's not working. Let me look mm -hmm. to the side and what's really in line here. Mm -hmm. Could you say that now, you know, having your own son and reflecting on your own experience and being a life coach, obviously, that's part of your job mainly is reflection and looking back and how looking at the silver lining. Um, so how is that playing a role now in your parenting role? And how is that being transferred uh, unto your son? All of that baggage and experience that you've gone through and realizations as well. Great question. I, the biggest lesson, I think, and how I'm, how I see parenting work for me and works with, with our family, um, is to simply 
get rid of my own baggage so that he doesn't take on as part of his life. And how do I do that? I used to read books on parenting. I used to read how to, you know, raise certain children here and there. But I stopped that. What I realized that I need to be the best version of myself. Get rid of all my shit and mm-hmm. crap so that I can truly simply allow my son to be who he's meant to be and not take mm-hmm. on the things that belong to me. But we do those things a lot of the times blindly. We don't even know the way the you know, our, our thoughts, our actions are actually reflected in who they are. So the best thing that you can do as a parent is just to simply become the best versions of themselves so that they, so that again, you don't, you know, you don't give them the, the crap that you, you've accumulated in your lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well said. It's so true what you were saying. And some, you know, I can see how so many people go and navigate their life unconsciously while transmitting their own baggage onto other people, you know, whether it's through their children, whether it's through their colleagues or partners, we tend to, when we're not healing, when we're not choosing ourselves first and healing ourselves and and cleaning our baggage, we tend to do that projection and, and giving that, you know, negative maybe feedback to other people. And, and those are the people we love. Those are the people that we care about, but we do that so unconsciously when we don't choose ourselves and, and do the work. So how did you come about actually figuring that out for yourself and, and choosing to start to be a life coach and, you know, healing yourself and your baggage so you don't transmit that onto your, your children or your partner or loved ones? Well, it certainly didn't just come to me overnight. I can I can tell you that for sure. It's definitely a combination of of my own suffering that I've gone. You know, when you get to a point that you're feeling so low that you just don't know how to go anywhere but up. So this is where you start to get curious about the feelings that you experience, where that's coming from, and why. I think the biggest question. And the biggest um, gift that you can, or I've asked myself is why, why am I in these circumstances and why am I feeling this way and what's going on? And through that, through that discovering again, through self-development courses that we've taken, that I've taken through, through books, through spiritual books, you know, one thing leads to another and you simply realize that you are in control. You are responsible for every thought and action that you make. You are responsible for the for the outcomes in your life. And once you start to truly recognize that, whatever circumstances that you've manifested in your life and sort of tracing that back and realizing it's coming from our thoughts or belief systems. And through that, there comes actions and through actions, the outcomes align, right? And once we sort of, you know, get to that point then it becomes almost easier it becomes more peaceful because you realize that you have control you have the ability to change your circumstances your thoughts your environment you don't and you don't have to suffer because you can choose otherwise mm-hmm. yeah well said and the lesson is choice is probably the biggest thing is that knowing that we have a choice every single moment of our lives to choose a different thought and therefore action and therefore the outcome will, will come about. 
Absolutely. It's that big ripple effect, essentially, where, you know, the thought leads to feelings or maybe the opposite. Um, But I do believe that the thought generates the feeling and the feeling there produces the behavior, the behavior, the outcome in our life and action that we take. And, And a big part of our life, you know, as you mentioned, is all about choices. Like, you said it, I had chills when you said it, because it resonated with me. And it's so true, like, we have the power to make those decisions and choose our behavior, choose our thought, choose how we want to feel. We, we can't necessarily always control the emotion, emotion will be there, they'll rise up, but we don't, we can choose to, you know, react or respond to it. Um, I would say respond rather than react. But in this case, you know, it's it's always a choice. It boils down to that. So what are some of the choices that you've made in your life that you're maybe, you know, uh, reconsidering uh, that maybe affected you in, I don't want to say negative way, but definitely that was maybe not the right choices and that led you to where you are today? Yeah, there's a few, few big highlights. Um, career-wise is my choice to listen to my I love my father dearly don't get me wrong but to listen to him um in pursuing law school that was like two to three years of my life where I was in my deep suffering space um and suffering again you learn sort of that's also a choice right although I don't think I would ever take away that experience because that made me search that made me ultimately ask the question why why and um you know how many years can I keep going with this so that was the big thing is just to turn and say actually have that conversation with my father that this is no longer what I want to do that was probably even not even conversation with myself but with him and then he's just like oh okay why don't you do what you want to do you know and you're like thinking holy crap you know and I'm thinking I'm doing this for him where he's just like I just want you to be happy ultimately right so this sort of made you realize that we create these stories of our life and our circumstances that are actually not true it's almost like living in this illusion of some sort until you be like bam wake up right Mm -hmm. so I think that was the big thing and then of course through that um going to doing my master's of management that was that was awesome that was really that was great even though I chose that with my logical mind but I, I met some amazing people and through that I went to um, an exchange program at Harvard which was one of my best experiences of my life and there was actually the choice there between taking on a marketing course international marketing which would have given me a certification and this is like part of my imposter syndrome I always think I need more this my my education is not enough and blah 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 or I had a choice of taking taking on a course which was creative thinking and organizational success which was just so in line with my core of who I was and there was me you know two weeks thinking what it is that I want to do. Am I, do I just want the certificate or do I really want to follow my heart? At the end of the day, I went to follow my heart and was literally just, just one of the best experiences of my life. I met, I met most amazing people that I'm still in touch with all over the world. Um, you know, I, I had an opportunity to work with the federal bank reserve of Boston where you know we really get to understand it was it was basically how a motivational project how do we motivate you know individuals within the organization and I was just 
you know, that was just mind blowing and the experiences that we, we went through there. So that was a thing. That was a lesson sort of number two is just to really be, just go with your heart because that's just going to give you so much more pleasure. I don't have the certificate, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. The experience that I've had through that was just, it's just more than money can give you ultimately. And my third experience with, with my um, ex-relationship, um, and relationships are especially a love, loving relationships. I think they're a whole other topic and we can go, you know, and explore that. But that relationship lasted five and a half years. It was on and off. And that was like some deep, deep suffering that I've gone through that. You know, there was cheating, there was lying and sort of taking that in and trying again and again and... And finally, it was actually through that program at Harvard that I said, no, I chose me. Um, And that was incredibly empowering. And that was my other sort of part of the experience What I realized is just like, when you're just simply doing the things that you love, it's going to give you the power and courage to do the things that you were always afraid of. So if you find Mm -hmm. yourself in the space where you just like, you're free, you're enjoying what you do, you're following your, like your heart and soul, like nothing can stop you. And that like took me five and a half years versus this is like a couple months, you know, experience that I've had. And that was like, again, one of the biggest lessons ever. So, yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. And I think when you said something very key here that I'd like to highlight again, is that all these experiences really shape you. And you you said you know, regardless of whether it was perceived as being positive or negative, you wouldn't change it in the whole world because they shaped the, the person that you are today and they gave you, you know, that opportunity to build the skills that you needed to be the person that you are today. So I truly admire you for, you know, overcoming what you've overcome and standing up for yourself and choosing you over, you know, victimizing yourself, rather looking at these experiences as a gift, you know, truly a gift. And it serves you well because you're, you're, you're glorifying, you're definitely glorifying. So I love it. Um, I'm kind of curious and deeper, uh, going deeper into, you referred to the imposter syndrome earlier. And, you know, I think as humans, we all have this maybe kind of imposter syndrome feeling at some point in our life, in in our careers. Um, But I heard you say, you know, it felt like I wasn't doing enough. It felt like I needed to do more and more. So how did you overcome that imposter syndrome? And how are you now dealing with this feeling of always having to do more uh, in your life? Yeah, great question. I'm like, whew. Um, I don't think imposter syndrome ever goes away. You just learn to deal with them. You know, you just understand that this is part of a human experience that you don't necessarily always have to act upon. And there becomes a time where, you know, you think there's not enough to take the action that you need. And you're like, I've done so much stuff. And it's just about the reflection. It's just about, you know, writing an essay about your life experience. And you're thinking, holy crap, I am enough. I've done enough. And I'm ready to step into my next you know, next endeavor, you know, I call this my authentic truth, ultimately, Um, you know, and everybody goes through different experiences, ultimately, and maybe some people don't, don't end up 
Well, hopefully not. I mean, sometimes you just need a bit of a kick and a help there. But, you know, that's why sometimes you take up on life coaching, for example, is just to help you simply see a different perspective that nobody's ever, like, what is perfection? It's in the eyes of the beholder. What is perfect and what is enough? It's all within. It's, it's just, it's your own view of the circumstances and of who you are. But if you have enough desire, enough passion behind what you want to do, things will just start aligning for you. It doesn't matter if you didn't read that extra book. Maybe you didn't need to, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just, again, it's just not really resisting. I think also the big part of it is just not resisting our human experiences, you know, we're full of emotion. Every single second of the day, we can go through a hundred different emotions. And just simply allowing that, you're like, okay, this is just a human experience and that's okay. You sort of acknowledge it, you accept it, you're at peace with it. And then you ask yourself, okay, so what action can I take? And that's sort of by thinking that and going through that, that helps me take those actions that I know to take, that I know I need to take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. I love that. You said that pretty, pretty well. Um, what are some of the, you know, action that you are taking? I know you have a business, you are a coach, you are a mama. Um, so what are some of the action that you are currently taking in your life and in your business? Yeah. Um, lots to say there. Um, well, uh, you know, besides doing my life coaching, which uh, it took me a while to finally come into terms that I, I can do this and I want to do this. This is part of my life's paths and, you know, taking on a certification rather than, you know, becoming psychologist and getting my PhD, which, you know, there's always a chance to do that. But I realize in this, in this term in time, it's, I want to do something now. I want to have an impact now. So by going through that, um, um, you know, obviously uh, launching that uh, at the end of 2021. And then I wanted to do something from my heart and my soul, which um, also, I mean, the life coaching is also part of that, but just something on the side. I'm busy. I always want to do stuff. Um, and, um, selling accessories online. So I, I'm importing headbands as well. So I created my, um, an Etsy and that we store from there. Um, and that's just something I do on the side as well that I really enjoy. And then my other project that I'm really passionate about um, is called Deep Conversations. So it's going to be basically a card game. It's where I create meaningful connections. Uh, you know, I feel like people, especially, you know, the next generation after that, they're no longer interested in parties as much as perhaps our generation was. It's just a lot of people are going, taking the sober, the sober way, ultimately, and and what do we do in those in those sections and everybody's just craving for more deeper connections ultimately right um being connected online is no longer enough like what else is there what's underneath all those layers so this this card game is basically really to discover that to discover those connections and create deeper conversations i love it and is that what will see the light at the end of 2022 that's correct Love it. I'm so looking forward to it. I actually bought a card game recently where my partner and I is just basically questions to get to know each other deeper. We had so much fun because sometimes it's not the question that you're missing. It's more uh, how to ask the question, right? Like 
you know, you want to be transparent. You want to connect deeper with your partner sometimes, or even a friend or a colleague or someone, but it's how to ask the question. So that card game was awesome. Um, I'm not promoting that card game of any sort, but you can go online and find any card game and just play, you know, just have fun. And I think that's a big element as well, combined with the deep question and the, the deep connection is bringing and and rising up that inner child again right having fun as adults and really really just letting yourself loose giving yourself a break stop being perfect just being you being raw being bold and uh, just have fun with it I love it so I'm looking forward to it so Iana as we come to an end what is one piece of advice or maybe a glimpse of wisdom that you'd leave you'd like to leave our listeners with on how to live their most authentic life Disconnect. Disconnect from social media, from relationships that might not, you know, deep within you are not in line with your truth. And I'm not saying forever. I'm just saying, you know, once in a while, once a week for one hour, disconnect, go for, go into nature, go for a walk, sit, meditate, listen to some soulful music that's in line with who you are. Because how do we recharge? How do we not get bombarded and get sucked into all this vast of information that's coming at us every single second of the day, right? How do we stay in line and not forget who we are? And that's just to disconnect. And every person has different ways to do that. So it's just about finding your own way and what helps you get in line, get back in line and remember remember your truth ultimately Mm -hmm. thank you so much for sharing that i kind of have a counterintuitive question here for you but if people want to stay connected to you where can they find you at uh yes i am on instagram authentic truth coach um also linkedin yana snelling is just my name um and then my website is authentictruthcoaching.com as well so many many avenues Love it. I'll make sure to put the links in the comments below so people can stay connected to you and hopefully learn more on how to disconnect and be more true to yourself and live their most authentic life. So thank you so much for being on the show today. It was a great pleasure having you and it was really nice to connect with you. Thank you, Kayla. It's happy to be here. Thanks. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe and share it with your friends and family. Also, head on over to our website, EmbraceYourLifePodcast.com to learn more about how you can live your most authentic life. Thank you for listening, and until next time, remember to embrace your life.